Hey guys, just Ro here and the shit I think about every day. Um, so I'm trying something else, something new here. I'm in transit. I have to head out to an appointment and um, I wanted to make sure that I got a chance to talk to you guys today. So um, I won't be doing any podcasts on Fridays. I realized that, um, you know, that's our time together. My husband and I's time together. We don't get much time during the week. And case in point today, he's working overtime and it's just really our night to unwind together and kind of not work on anything. So typically my weekend consists of like 3 p.m. on Friday till about, um, you know, noon on Sunday. And then I start ramping back up for the week. But um, so I call this one the snow gnome because I think this really is a, these next few stories I'm gonna tell you are a perfect example of kind of how my brain works and the things that pop into my head every day that I'm just like, what? Um, And sometimes I share them with others and it's quite um, interesting to get their response or they partake in it as well, which is fantastic. I love, um, you know, having a little bit of fun at work and, you know, it doesn't mean you take your job any less seriously. Um, but it is okay to laugh once in a while. So this was inspired by a post I saw on Instagram. Um, my Instagram account underwater ration is mostly focused towards the construction industry. Uh, so I am, you know, I follow and I'm linked up with quite a few uh, construction companies from all over the United States. So you've got, you know, anywhere from union to non-union, drywallers, electricians, to painters, um, you know, they've got these memes that are out there that are pretty funny. Um, definitely, uh, depending on where the meme is coming from, if it's from like a management standpoint, they can be very different from the ones that come from the people in the field. The ones in the field are a little bit raw, but they're funny and they're true a lot of times. So the meme is uh, Michael Scott from The Office and is his name Drew? I don't know, the one, the Amish guy or something? So the memes of the two of them and they're in a meeting and Michael Scott's got his like hand over his face, his mouth kind of like whispering to the other guy, like you shouldn't have said that. And it was a comment about like when you're in a safety meeting and somebody says something and everybody's like, oh, not in front of the safety person, which is funny because everybody knows, I don't know if it's still true. I haven't been on the job site in a while, but um, I know every time our safety person would come out to the job site, like the first thing that people would do was like stop doing what they're doing um and there's a couple times oh my god I'm just so full of stories but there's a couple times where like you know they didn't know that it was a safety person and you know commonly and I'm sure it's changed over time but in general a safety person is at least in my experience has been female so unfortunately the minute a female walks onto a job site it's like wearing a big flag on your head that says i'm here to make sure that you're working safe which also says i'm here to i don't know people think that you know safety people keep them from doing their jobs when all they're just trying to do is make sure that everyone goes home safe to their families but um she had come on site i'm totally getting sidetracked guys but she had come on site and of course the guy sees her and so he really quick so we're doing a high rise and he really quick stops what he's doing and picks up a set of plans and he's looking at his plans and kind of like looking out over the uh outside of the building because we had 
um, it's a concrete structure building, so you know he's just looking out. Uh, it wasn't enclosed yet. And she comes over and she's like, "How's it going?" He's like, "Oh, good. You know, I'm just trying to figure this out." She's like, "Huh?" She's like, "Really?" So, uh, what's what exactly are you trying to figure out? And he starts talking about stuff. It's not making any sense. And then she's just like, "Hmm. Well, maybe if you uh," and takes the plans and turns them right side up in front of him. She's like, "That might help." I was like, "Damn." Uh, it's pretty funny and I've heard like people tell me that a lot of times you know that the guys in the field too or like anytime somebody comes out of the field from the office or something all you got to do is just look up and it looks like you're busy you know just look up and like ponder um and it looks like you're doing something whether or not uh I'm you know, and I'm not trying to give people in the field a bad rap but I just think it's funny because there are times where you know, and I'll admit it too, just because, you know, lack of experience or knowledge or whatever, where we ask a few too many questions, you know, people don't like it when other people are sitting there watching them do their job, right? Even if you work in the office, you don't want somebody behind you. You can't type, right? When people come over to you to, and watch you type. So same thing with, you know, if you're doing your job, you're doing your job. You don't need somebody to watch you. So anyways, back to the original reason why I was, I was doing this one. So I was inspired by this this uh, post here about, you know, Michael Scott's like, oh, why'd you have to say that? And then, you know, people get in trouble because they're too honest. So um, doing a hotel downtown several, several years ago, and this experience is similar, kind of similar to the story, but basically um, I was working for a mechanical contractor and the general was using the first floor of the building, which was being completely gutted and repurposed for the hotel use. So the first floor was basically their job site trailer, right? So they had everything set up, their desks, their offices and stuff. And then um, we'd have these weekly meetings, obviously, to see, you know, check on progress. So this particular meeting, was late in the year and we were having our ass handed to us because there was no heat in the building so for those of you that are in construction you know that as a mechanical contractor it is your responsibility to make sure that there's temporary heat in the building during the winter months and we had no heat it was like fucking cold as hell it was so cold and we're sitting at this table um and me and the project manager the senior project manager are on the same side of the table so it's basically like us against them which is not how it's set up it really shouldn't be that way but i've heard also in other like workshops that that's a bad way to set up meetings because it really does create a a dividing line between the two sides but anyways so the general is on the other side but it's so cold in there i literally like i was bundled up like crazy like it was nuts cold in there and because it was on the first floor you know you have the whole storefront system that was temporarily boarded up so there's lots of drafts anytime the guys came in from any part of the building or even through the elevators like huge drafts it was freaking cold so I'm bundled up like you would not believe like the whole shebang like I had I had my hat on I had a scarf I had this long ass scarf that I'd gotten in Michigan like 10 years prior to that it was like it's like eight feet long and you literally can wrap your whole head in it and it's fantastic like nothing gets through it um so I'm sitting there in this meeting and everyone else is kind of bundled up too I mean some of the guys are like too cool to be like warm for comfort so you know they just let their ears freeze off but it was that cold I'm not shitting you so I'm bundled up and all you can literally see are my eyes it's just my eyes and we're in this meeting and the superintendent basically is the one that was like 
driving the meeting, obviously. I mean, it's his show, for real. You know, he's the one that knows everything that's going on on the job site. They're really the guys that get it done for us, right? I mean, the project managers are definitely there in terms of, in my opinion, I think the project managers are there to support the field and make sure that they get whatever they need because they're the ones that are in the trenches in the line of fire. So, you know, and the PM, obviously, to keep, like, you know, an eagle eye on everything, make sure, you know, big picture's covered. But it's the superintendents that get it done. So the general super is, like, just ripping us a new one, like, on everything. Like, line item after line item, like, promise after promise, we did not, like get the shit done like we were supposed to and I'm not quite sure this is my first time working in a subcontractor role and up until that point like mechanical work in general was like a huge mystery to me it was like ooh, like scary you know that and electrical and plumbing like all the MEPs were just so scary so he's handing our ass to us and stuff and he's asking us for deadlines and my senior project manager is basically telling him what he wants to hear because he just wants him to get out of his ass and he's just like leave us alone you know it's gonna get done when it gets done basically which is whatever it's a pissing match so anyways he's telling him this stuff yeah sure we'll have it done by wednesday and i know for full fact because i know all the details behind it i'm like that's not gonna happen by wednesday but i don't say anything i'm just sitting there because i'm like i'm gonna keep my mouth shut this isn't my show here you know i'm here to support him the pro, you know the senior project manager I'm not here to whatever and maybe I don't know something that he knows I don't know maybe he's gonna pull a rabbit out of the hat I'm not sure so I'm just sitting there listening but the super would look over at me and my eyes if it, any of you guys know me my eyes are super expressive and I would just sit there and I'm like fuck don't look at me don't make eye contact with me and after every question he would look over at me and I'm like damn it and he'd know the answer. He'd know that, like, he was totally getting bullshitted, and he was getting more pissed and more pissed. And I was just like, fuck, you know? Like, I didn't even know what to do. And so finally, my project manager was like, I think you have other things to do. And I'm like, I think I do too. And I had to leave the meeting because it was just not going his way. Um, so on that, as far as... I just thought that was funny to share. But in terms of, like, that whole team and having a good relationship with them um just being on the job site in general is just so much fun in my opinion I just think it's a different there's a different vibe there for sure you know it's a little bit more lighthearted. um people joke around there's no I don't know it's just fun so in one of these meetings um prior actually prior to this prior to the winter months because we were trying to figure out what we were going to do about a platform for a new AHU unit air handling unit we're putting out which was horrible because because this was like a design build and it was a retrofit of an existing building basically you're adding all of this central air system to a building that's like over 100 years old that didn't have any of this stuff so you need to find a place for these massive air handling units to go where like because they need to service all these floors. It was like 33 stories. So there's this big ass air handling unit in this like atrium kind of space. Like there's a lower roof. So on the third floor, there's like this, this mid roof and then it continues to go up. But, and this was the only place for this air handling unit to go. So if you're a guest staying on that floor on that side of the building and you open up your window, you're literally looking down this massive like outside air intake it's not pretty at all. I mean, 
once they opened, like, I actually checked it out to see what they did, and they didn't do anything. They just put a curtain in front of it and, you know, don't look out that window. But they were trying to come up with a platform for the unit with a catwalk and all that stuff and talking about snow removal because snow adds additional load to the roof. It's an existing roof. Is that going to be an issue? Like, they had to figure out if the existing roof was going to accommodate the new loads from the new equipment. Plus, you know, the platform's got weight and all that stuff. So they're trying to figure this out. And we're sitting in this meeting, general again with us, and they've got their... They had an intern that summer. So it was the summer for sure. They had an intern that summer. And it was a, it was a good time. I mean, like, we would joke around. We kind of, at that time, we were just getting started out on the job site. So, like, um, we got to know each other. We'd come over, donuts, coffee, whatever, borrow paper from them. And so she was probably in her, I think she was just out of college. So she was probably in her early 20s. Um, And unfortunately me, I'm actually not much older than her. And I managed to come up with stuff to say in these meetings that are just totally off the wall. But um, so we're sitting there and they're brainstorming about coming up with a way to get the snow off the roof. So... I like really quick look over to her and we've had previous like I don't know can you hear that that car what do they call them rice burners um it's really freaking loud anyways so you know we've joked about stuff before so I'm sitting there in the meeting and she's across from me which another side note most of my co-workers that I am friends with refuse to sit across from me in meetings just because my face is that expressive and they're like you just get us in trouble, Ro. Like, I can't look at your face during meetings because my response to anything that's going on in the meeting is, like, written totally on my face, whether I say anything or not. So this intern sitting across from me at this meeting, we're trying to, we're brainstorming about the snow, and all of a sudden I'm like, and I look at her, and I've got this look on my face, like, I've got it. You can see the light bulb just come out of my head, and it's like, da-da, I've got the great idea. So everyone sees her reaction to my reaction and they're like oh Ro's gonna Ro has an idea and the architect's there too mind you granted we've all had like these it's not like way out of left field and I'm like being a complete dodo um we've all had these like moments where we joked around and we're just whatever but this is a serious meeting and I needed to be serious but I wasn't being serious I it wasn't a good suggestion but anyways so I'm like oh And I look over at her and everyone stops and they like pause the conversation to hear what Ro has to say about snow removal. And I'm like, dude, snow gnome. And they're like, what? And (laughs) the only person that understood where I was going with that was this intern. And she's like, yeah. And we're like, nom, nom, nom. And we're like eating the air because we're snow gnomes now, you know, and we're eating the air and like, um, the general senior PM like totally put his face in his hands and he was just like what the fuck and then the superintendent on the general side was looking at us just shaking his head because he's like you guys are nuts because he's seen us do this before we get the giggles and we come up with stupid shit and then of course their PM is just like unreal like are you guys ever serious and we're just like we're literally like pac-manning in the air like um 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 and we're eating all the snow and we're grown adults so um fantastic so that's my snow gnome story and then uh, another great thing about being on the job site like I said it's just so much more lighthearted. so I was constantly out at this particular project just because it's 33 stories there's rooms everywhere obviously it's a hotel 
So constantly punching out floors, constantly checking on progress for, you know, um, low voltage contractor doing all the T-stats and updating stuff so that we can continue to order. Um, Cause you know, obviously you can't stage all of your materials on site and just like dump it on there. You need to do it in waves. So just making sure that there's flow of material or whatever. So you, you know, I'm out there all the time talking to our foreman and what's, it's just, I don't know. It, it just blows my mind how sometimes there's, um, project managers that will not set foot on site for whatever reason. And I don't understand how you can run a project if you've never been out to your job. Like I've got plenty of stories about that and it just blows my mind because there's so many things that you just kind of absorb about the job and the status and everything without actually being told you just can't get it in a report you know and then if somebody asks you about it it's like oh yeah I remember seeing that there that's weird so anyways out of the job site a lot um, making sure also that these fan coil units were showing up the way they were it was actually um a really innovative way of handling the whole process that our PM came up with and it was basically pre-piping the fan coil units so they shipped with the copper which was good but also not so good because copper is pretty malleable and there's chances of it getting fucked up and then if the um, links of the copper pipe made it kind of hard to like tip them into the holes you know for the risers um, and obviously with all that shit together, it was like 300 pounds. So you needed two guys to help drop this in. So her foreman was bitching about that. He's like, I don't know what he thinks this is. You know, and one guy can't do it. Sometimes it's two or three guys. Plus if these pipes are so long, cause depending on the thickness of the slabs between the different floors, like some of the pipes had to be longer and it was all done. Like it was all fabricated and attached to the fan coil unit at the shop. So there wasn't any brazing to be done on site, which was great. I mean, once everything got there, it took a little bit longer to get this stuff ready, but once everything got there, it did go a lot faster, which I'm sure our foreman didn't want to admit because then that means that he was wrong. But, um, so he would take me around and just be like, Hey, you know, this is what's going on. Anything he needed help with, he knew he could ask me and I would put a bug in someone's ear about it and make sure that I tried to get some kind of resolution to it. Granted, you know, maybe at that time in my career, I didn't really understand which things were really a priority. Um, in terms of the whole project because I was still pretty like new to it again also working for a subcontractor on the mechanical end it's just not it's a little different than being on the GC side but I remember that um my foreman for whatever reason he just got a kick out of fucking with me all the time so case in point we'd be on the elevator and the elevator um would <laughs> So the elevator would open on both sides, right? And I guarantee you pretty much every time, you'd think I'd, at some point in time I would like stop falling for it, but you know, either A, they would all like, anyone that was in the elevator, him and like whatever guys we had or any of the other trades would either take a step forward with me as I was getting off the elevator and then just step back and let the elevator close behind me and then I'd be like off on the wrong floor, which is hilarious, right? Or they would all get off behind me when the other door opened and not say anything. And how I didn't hear them, I have no idea. I mean, they're walking around in boots and stuff. So, I don't know. I think back and I'm like, oh, that's kind of sweet. Like, he was a good guy. So, just kind of that, I think this was the first time, too, I ever saw those um, half-wall porter, porter potties where, like, it's not a full 
porter potty they're like it's just half of one so we had them on like every other floor and sure enough i'd come off on the floor and i just see this dude sitting in a with his head sticking out of this box and i'm just like i'd never seen one so i'm just like what the fuck's going on and it's like you want to talk about like this is worse than the naughty machine at the gym man this is like really awkward when you step off of an elevator and you're female on a job site and there's a dude taking a dump in one of these half portalettes and he looks over at you and you look at him and you're like thinking to yourself that's right next floor i'll go on the next floor and sure enough i just went back in the elevator and just got off on the next floor and like walked down by the time i got down there he was done but that's awkward way awkward and then even like i don't even want to know so, and then the last part of it that I thought that was, um, just as I reminisce about my years as a youngin in the field, um, that foreman also, I don't know why you would do it, but it was fucking hilarious. I'd come in and he'd be like, Hey, how's it going? Or I'd come onto a floor. Like I'd, I'd text him and be like, where are you? And he'd be like, I'm on seven. And I'm like, okay. So I go on seven to go get him so that we can walk around or whatever. And then I'd hear him. And when you're just up with stud walls, right, it's kind of hard to find your way through a little bit and like sound travels and you have no idea where it's coming from. So I'd hear him be like, come find me. And I'm like, what? Are you serious? Like, I've got shit to do. I don't have time to play fucking hide and go seek, dude. And then I'd find him, obviously. And this one time I found him and he was in his scissor lift and I'm like, okay, come on, let's go, let's go walk the stuff. And he's like, catch me if you can. And he like takes off in his scissor lift down the fucking hallway and disappears. And I'm like, are you kidding me? And I was just like, I mean, we don't do that stuff in the office for sure. And it was, it was pretty funny. It was frustrating because I had to go and find him again because he went and hid in his scissor lift. And, um you know, he should be working grumble, grumble, but it was a, it was pretty funny. Like we used to fuck around all the time and just do stuff. And, um, he would just, I'm like, come on, I got, I got to get out of here. Like I have an hour and we, our office, we had a satellite office that was close enough. It was walking distance from the job site, but I'm like, come on guy. I'm like, we got to go. So, um, yeah, this is the stuff I think about in terms of like the snow gnome. I think it's just about keeping your imagination, especially on a job site. I know a snow gnome in real life reality is not a good solution. The snow, snow, snow removal, but it's definitely, um, I don't know. I think it's great to have, to, to have those kinds of relationships with everyone that's on the site and, um, you know, and to keep your mind open to other opportunities. So maybe not a snow gnome, but anyways, so Hope that cheered you up and that um, you got a good laugh out of that because I actually do enjoy making people laugh. Um, I don't care if it's at my expense because laughing is awesome. It's definitely the best medicine.